I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And I, well, I think actually, I, I know Tom and Joe are there they're running around somewhere outside the studio today. Mateo so. has held them out. And Mateo's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, hold, he's, he's holding he's the line. He's drawn a line. He's yeah. holding the line today. <laughs> hey, we're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so he turned it into a podcast. And today, actually, I'm really sad that Doc isn't here because it's actually a national talk like a pirate day. So R, that's where we're, we're ready. We should have some pirate beers. I don't know that we do, but if I had known. <laughs> if we had known. If we had known. I have a feeling we've got some great beers coming no, our do. way today. I agree. No, I'm super excited about the beers for the day. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Hey, y'all. Coffee sucks, but I really like beer, and you should buy me a beer. <laughs> so you go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com and click on buy me a beer. Thanks. That's buy me a beer. Click the link on the website. I like beer, the podcast.com and you do, and you support our podcast and you help us keep doing this super fun to do for free. Oh, hundred percent. But there are costs, <laughs> but, but it's even fun to do it. A little help, a little help, a little help, a little help goes a long way. I like beer, the podcast.com. You can click, you'll see it right when you go there, click on it. We could wait. They could do it right now. We'll wait. I'm waiting already. Find the links there to our online store. You can sign up for the newsletter, which I know I'm behind on, but it's coming because I want to make sure I got today in there because this is pretty cool today. Check out the gallery, see where we've been, what we've been drinking. I like beer, the podcast.com. Talent, we take our untapped badges and check in too seriously for grown men. It might be the only reason we do this. That and collecting stickers. (laughs) Yes, that and stickers. I agree. (laughs) I'm running out of places to put stickers, but I'll figure it out. You met some goals this summer, personal goals. You set goals. goals. You're a dreamer. I I set set some goals. And a doer. And I I hit them this summer, which was was, very fulfilling. Tell us the goal. I I was just trying to get to 4,000 uniques. Finally hit 4,000 uniques. And uh, I was looking for 6,500 check-ins, which really more than anything, that's just a, a, a like... I'm more apt to check in a unique than just a regular check-in. So sometimes I forget to just check in beers that I just am drinking. So I had to be diligent that I know I'm going to check all these things in. So that was good. Yeah. You set your goal. You achieved it midsummer. Yeah. It wasn't even hard. No, that was the funny part is at the beginning of summer, I go, I'm just going to shoot for 4,000 uniques. And I think I needed like 110 at the beginning of the summer. And it's like middle of... July and I I'm know, like, by the time we got to band, you're like, yeah, I, I did that I last night. It, so what's the next goal? It's like maybe I'm drinking too many beers, but no, that was fantastic. I'm behind you, but I, I'm coming. I'm, right. I'm I'm not racing. I'm just you're you're the trailblazer for me. Oh, yeah, we had Mike Lopez yeah, was yeah, our well, trailblazer. Was, was, yes, sick, yes. I'll tell you what, our special guests in studio today have also taken their beer drinking and beer check-ins. I'm sure they're having lots of fun, but they're taking it seriously too over the years. Guest one, four thousand two hundred and fourteen unique beer check-ins. Probably a couple new ones since I, yeah, I checked these numbers. That's impressive. That is 4,214? That is. Guess two. 8,829 unique beers checked into untapped. You know the most impressive thing about guess two? is It's just not a check-in. It's like a description of every <laughs> beer checked in. Like in-depth profile of yep. the flavor, everything. It's fantastic. Nothing to the matter. I feel like I had the beer. So I check it yeah, in. Yeah. No, I don't. No, that's wrong. No, it's like birding. Yeah. You got to see the bird or hear the, yeah, yeah, it has to be identified correctly. So welcome to the show. Bob Peterson, Rick Schwartz. Hey there. Thanks for having us. Thanks. That, thanks for coming in. So when we asked Rick, we asked uh, Joe, 
I said, we follow this guy untapped. We're pretty sure he's a local guy. We're looking at, he lives around here. We got to get this guy. Can you get, we said, Rick Schwartz. And he goes, I know Rick. Yeah. <laughs> Joe knows everyone. Yeah, I know Rick. But he didn't know you from beer drinking. No. We've, we've known each other for a long time. He's your little drummer boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's our little drummer boy, but exactly. that, it's That's different. different. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, welcome. So we recently on our show, we had Travis Hudson, manager of the Brewer's Tap Room, and he coined the term beerist, or he claims to have coined it, yeah. uh, for a beer enthusiast. Beerist, like a humorist, a beerist. Uh, fair to say you two are mastery level beerists. Yeah. So first cheers. And then the other thing I, I've seen is you guys are so pro at, at this that you actually sent in the questions that we should ask you <laughs> during during the show, which we appreciate it, actually. I, mean, I like it because I, I do a little prep for this. Everyone, no, I mean, most people probably go, really, you do? But I actually do a little prep for this. And it was kind of nice to look this like, oh, no prep. No prep. No prep. I just yep. need to look at what's the national day of today. Yep. And that's it. <laughs> we, we, we're like, we, well, we curate our guests that's and true. they always bring good beer. That's fair. So that that is awesome, but not exceptional. These guests... And here's the things you will ask us yeah. um, because there's stories. So love that. Thank you. And, and you've already started lining some beers up to just to flex on us a little bit. So oh, yeah. tell us what we're drinking right now, Rick. So we're starting out. I was recently in the UK for a, a, vaca a vacation and Bob kind of coined this phrase beercation, which actually I didn't know, but it, it, it has been around for a while. And of course, once you kind of go down that path, there's no return. <laughs> so, uh, you know, a lot of this vacation was actually centered around breweries that I wanted to go to and trying new beers that you can't get in the States. So um, we're having the, at the time, it was the most popular beer on Untapped in the UK, something from Verdant, which is a, a brewery in uh, Cornwall, I believe it is. Um, super aggressive, you know, American style IPA. So nice and refreshing. Never known sharks like it. Yeah. Where do you put the emphasis on that? You think, I know, I'm trying to figure out. Like, it feels like never grammatically maybe sharks. there's something never missing. Never known sharks like it or never known sharks like it. Yeah, I don't know. Never known. No, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. It's gotta, we needed this there's for shark be a story week. behind it, but. So, Vernant brewing, good, juicy. Yeah, yeah. very juicy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Our list of topics. Yes. Bob's Beer Club. We're supposed to ask you about Bob's, Bob's Beer Club. Club. Yes. So, Bob, tell us about Bob's yeah, Beer Club. Thanks for asking. So, uh, <laughs> well, we started. I, I, I think <laughs> we started out about uh, it was just myself and my kids, and we went to Seattle and Portland, and that became Beercation number one. We had some friends who joined us, some friends whom we met up with. And so, we've been doing that almost every year. Um, Michigan, Denver, San Francisco, uh, as some of the places, uh, where else have we gone? But those have been some of the highlights of beercations. We, we're, we're doing beercation this year in a little bit of a modified way. We're going hitting the Great American Beer Fest in, in, in September in a few weeks. So a slightly different tact on the beer, beercation. <laughs> so no, it's been great an opportunity to get out and explore. Uh, Vermont was a great trip and doing all the Massachusetts and stuff too. So what's the beer club part of it? Well, the beer club part of it is, uh, yeah, just, we started that. We started that just right here around the corner, just uh, with mother earth. There was a group, there was a group of us who went out one night and we had a great time over here at mother earth down in downtown Vista. And, but I kept that rolling. So rolling as far as, you know, just getting everybody together once a month 
we do the last Friday of every month, and it's called the Carlsbad Beer Club. And we have about 30 members, and, uh, you know, it's been pretty solid. We just celebrated 10 years of uh, beer clubs. That's impressive. Yeah, so, congratulations. And uh, we've, we've, we had a, a little anniversary party down in the North Park area, and it was a great time. So you go to different breweries each time? or We try. try yeah. yeah, we were always looking for, mainly looking for new breweries to try. And uh, so that's well, there's a few, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we're looking at a couple of things that are opening within the next couple of months, and so yeah, it's uh, always trying to find something new. We don't. There, there obviously have been times where we've had to repeat. So Mother Earth is uh, was one the number. I think we've been to that one for five different times for Beer Club. A Mo- good thing you got them in. Yeah, yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Uh, modern times in stone and we're some of the biggies as well too yeah. just a great time to celebrate and get together with friends and enjoy a couple of beers you guys talked about beer cations and they are better we, I agree, yeah. uh, the whole yeah, podcast yeah, started yeah, on yeah, beer cations yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's was, our genesis story we have a very similar origin story in some ways i mean just a little different and stuff but it's very funny like I enjoyed seeing all your guys' recent check-ins yes on the we were out and about slow and bend and all the way up and down the coast we found some. We found some magical spots. Yes, and Ben this time, and it's just like it's like our return. Well, you've been there a bunch, but but it was a return trip for the both of us together to Bend, and we found some places this time that hadn't been to that were just yeah. amazing. So it's yeah, it's always cool. Yeah, and I'm going to guess this next one is connected. If you're sending out thirty plus beer members off on their beercations, you're going to need. You've got it written down here, the importance of beer mules and hand carried beers. Yeah. So uh, Bob likes to make fun of me because, you know, if someone is going to hand carry a beer from the East Coast that you can't get, um, you know, it just tastes better. It's 100%. super fresh. And beer, uh, uh, just arrived in yeah. front of me, I realized. Yes. It, it was hand carried yeah. from Europe. I was in Liverpool at a tasting room and I told the guy, oh, yeah, we're here to go to Cloudwater and blah, blah, blah. And he said, oh, no, no, no. You, you want to go to track. Yeah. So it happens to be right across the street. We were there 30 minutes early. Cogwater wasn't open. So we go inside. The guys were so nice. They're giving us all this free beer. They had a, a North Park collab, ironically. <laughs> and literally by the time we were done with the free beer, I told my wife, you know, I can't drink anything more. We're done. <laughs> so uh, this is Track, which is one of the kind of up-and-coming breweries in, in the UK. I think it's fantastic. So wish we could get it here, but unfortunately, you can't. So The, the other part of Beer Mules is just being all the friends and family who have been able to yeah. contribute to all the great beers that we enjoy. So I have a family on the East Coast. And my daughter, Heather, gets us some Treehouse, which we'll have in a little bit, and Fidens. All great beer, so it's a, it's get it's great to get beer from uh, all over. So, been able to do that. Tips for sneaking beers home. It, it, it's not always a legal process. You got some tips for us? Yeah. Well, we found out. I found out that uh, TSA there are limits on the amount of beer you can carry in a suitcase. Um, and in fact, they wrote me a nice letter one time. <laughs> <laughs> I was in I was uh, Lake Tahoe and. Uh, Brought my son approximately 30 beers that he couldn't get. That seems right for a suitcase. It seems yeah. about right. Yeah. It's like and a suitcase you don't want to throw beer. your back out, but yeah. you don't want to look chin- chintzy on it. The yeah. gist of the letter was you can't just have beer in a suitcase. You need some clothing. Mm. 
maybe some socks. A scarf. Exactly, right? Yeah. So now I always include several elements That's of clothing. I'm going to put in a sock. Yeah. <laughs> Non-matching socks. Well, I came back from Ireland. I just put all the beers in clean socks That's as smart. a way to cushion yeah. them. Yeah, I had a bad Ireland story where we were going driving around the island. And, of course, we had to stock up on some beer because Dublin is like great beer and the rest of it, it varies. So I loaded up with a bunch of great beer, and then we took a train, like a two, three-hour train ride to this southern coast. And normally I have all these fancy things you seal all the beer in and all that, but this one I thought, yeah, it's like a two-hour you know, ride. We're not getting out of plane, nothing complicated. So we get to the other place, and immediately I noticed this aroma coming Uh-oh. from my suitcase. <laughs> now, this is day two of a 15-day vacation, and all my clothing, not all, but majority, were just soaked in beer. So, yeah, you definitely uh, <laughs> want to not do that. Yeah. But it... Uh, Mine eventually get soaked in beer, but not all at once. I, uh, and usually I, while I'm wearing them, they get soaked in beer. I that's had fair. brought in some of those little cleaner packs to do your oh, laundry. So I uh, wasn't expecting to do it on day two, but I <laughs> basically laundered everything. And then... I ironed my wife's, you're going to ruin your clothes if you iron them wet, but I had no options. So, <laughs> but we survived. So yeah, don't do that. Tell us a little bit about this beer we're drinking. Yeah. What, give, me, give us your notes. Cause you do take well, accurate, clever, all intricate characters. notes. Yeah. No, it's available to me. So, um, <laughs> but um, this one's really interesting. Less aggressive than the first one. Yes. I like to use the word gluggable. When, you know, everyone knows what that is. The untapped used to have that as a valid word, and they have taken it out, which hmm. which I'm not very happy about. Yeah. It is. Um, but this, you type it in. I always type it in. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen it in your notes. <laughs> some pineapple here, some sweetness, um, not much booze, um, big flavor, a um, little bit of fruit, maybe a little bit of tropical fruit. But really well balanced, just really good, solid IPA, in my opinion. So we've had the experience of having beers sent to us that have bottles where the tops have come off, right? There's some dangers. This is oh, not, yeah. you know, you're not playing it. You're, this is, I want to say this is CIA level, but it's close and it's just as important. Just as important. Yeah. So give us some, maybe you've got some disaster stories. That Bob maybe has you've got good tips. tips on shipping beer. Yeah. How, how do we do this? How do we do it? Not legally. Uh, I'm not interested in that. Safely. Uh, well, sometimes you got to pack some like uh, juicy fruit candy into the box. So just so that it rattles a bit. So my Ike and Mike's is also a great one. Oh, that's brilliant. So, actually, you're right. Yeah, so you they, wanna, they pick it up and they go. You want to try to eliminate the slush slush. And you know, rattle, rattle. So, <laughs> I like so, that. It works. Brilliant, actually. It, it always works. It works well and just a lot of uh, bubble wrap. And I've been pretty successful. So getting beer back and forth. So I have some fightings coming uh, to me probably in a, a, a day or two. Another uh, great brewery on the on the East Coast. Um, All right. Good tips. Right, people I, writing I, these down. I got a question. I actually really, I want to know the answer to this one. I think I know, but I think there's probably some good stories with this one is the dangers of saving the best for last. <laughs> yeah, that's an embarrassing story. But um, 
We used to get together uh, maybe once a month and, you know, people are traveling. We got all our beer mules bringing us new deliveries and we like to share them because this stuff is hard to get. So, you know, we always try to outdo ourselves. And there were times that we we would literally make these pyramids and they used to be like insanely wide, like maybe 10 bears wide and whatever that is tall. Um, and you know, for three, the record, he held his hand up 28 inches high yeah, off the table, Yeah, but a lot of beer for three or four people. And then we have this friend, John, who gets these really rare stouts that we we're not even allowed to buy. <laughs> um, he has to be a member and they're crazy expensive and blah, blah, blah. So he always waits until the time where we've had like 20 plus beers. And then, you know, I'm kind of like, oh, I think I'm done. We need to go. And then he will pull out like six of the world's best stouts. <laughs> You're not going si- anywhere. No. So we were <laughs> Your at a- typing has just begun. <laughs> exactly. We were at a party once and he had, I think, eight to ten yeah. world-class stouts. He literally shows up at the party, pops all his stuff mostly has wax seal. So he literally opens them immediately. Eight to ten, probably I don't even know how much. $300. I have no idea what. So he opens them and he just leaves. And Bob and I, literally, I don't even do know. John? First yeah. of all, time out. How do we meet John? We have one of his beers here. <laughs> Joe, you got John on John. your list? <laughs> John is represented with the horse here. I think we maybe spent 10 minutes at the party. We pretty much never left Bob's. That's team. hilarious. Yeah. So we just felt like we had to drink it all. And sometimes, unfortunately... You do kind of cross a line. So one night we were leaving and we had had, that. when I say we, I mean me, had had way too many beers. And Bob noticed I was a little wobbly, you know, coming out of the uh, the backyard. And then he came out just to kind of check. And normally when I get close to my trunk, I have this fob and it kind of opens the trunk. And I'm literally, and my trunk's not opening. And I'm literally talking to my trunk, <laughs> trying to ask my trunk, like, why it's why not opening, not, yeah. which is not normal. These are all signs of you don't need your keys at this moment. Exactly. <laughs> and by some miracle, my keys had fallen in the yard. I'm not sure how. But I didn't realize that, but my car knew it, and it wasn't going to open my trunk for me. So Bob just suggested maybe you need a ride home, which worked out. And then I retrieved the keys later. So nice. happy to help. So, uh, happy ending. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hearing Bob equals hero. Yeah, he so does. Bob's absolutely. A, Bob's a hero in many ways. Yeah, this is yeah. one example. Bob's yeah. also a middle school science teacher. Oh, yeah, that's right. So day one today was, right. you know, so it was great. You no, know, the kids were awesome. My voice is a little hoarse today. I think uh, all teachers we know all experience about that. that. Well, this oh. may not be releasing to mid-September. It's mm-hmm. recorded on uh, Talent's first day back to school, yeah. my day back, Bob's first day back to school. Yeah, yeah. That was the first comment we made. He's how's it going? It's doing great. I'm training my bladder again and <laughs> training my voice and just getting myself ready for all this. And what a great way to end the day! It was oh, already a good day. Awesome kids. It was a great day. So this this beer, I don't if you want to hit this. Just pouring it, like just the color of it and the thickness of it is. Yeah, so that, like that, that I think you just poured the Treehouse. Yeah. Uh, so Treehouse is in Boston. They have multiple locations. Uh, 
interesting place. You, you they don't distribute, so you have to go to the actual brewery to pick them up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And but pe- people walk out of there with cases yeah. of beer. It's just like an amazing. While you're there, they limit you to two beers. They give you tickets. And it's an amazing facility. And uh, just uh, luckily, uh, both my kids live in Boston area, and they're able to send me beer every That's once awesome. in a while. That's a Tommy, Tommy Gordon brought us a bunch back from yeah. because his family's there. And when we first started, family. Our first, we first started the podcast, listener Max yeah, in Rhode Island, too, Max, well, Max so. Quinn, he, he sent us. He's like, can I send you some beer? We're like, yeah. okay, I guess people are going to send us beer. That they, you know, <laughs> you know, that's that's regular now. This but the at the thing. time, we're like, okay, this happens. Yeah, and he sent us mm. like six Treehouse beers, oh and they were gosh, amazing. Yeah, really cool. And uh, we had him on the show, and he was fantastic. He, yeah. 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 So cool. And thank Max, if you're still listening, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so another great beer. Juice, this is, this is very, the yeah. uh, viscosity. Read me your notes on this. Rick, I want to hear your notes on this. I don't have notes yet, oh, but super darn. juicy. Well, that was disappointing. <laughs> juice bomb. I know. I apologize. Yeah, typically the treehouse beers are big juice bombs, yeah. big East Coast style, um, hazy beers. I, I, yeah. And uh, this is a, it's a triple. I mean, you can, it, it's yeah. a I think a four four six or something on Untapped. Just amazing. A little bit of bitterness, um, maybe a little bit of lime on the finish. Nine point two percent. Oh boy! Yep, <laughs> super good. So, was it gluggable? This is sippable. This for is me. the this opposite, sipper for me. Yeah. This is the opposite yeah. of gluggable. Yeah, this is a sipper for me because four or five of these, and I'm talking to my trunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I drive a pickup. Yeah. So right. this is really a problem because I'm in <laughs> the wrong problem. car. Yeah. <laughs> so. Thank you for noticing our check-in, our uh, Instagram post from from around the the Pacific Northwest. We appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but you've got some comments on beer photography as well. I do. The um, people tend to not believe that you've had like eighty eight hundred unique check-ins. True. So I feel the need to, you know, my wife always says if there's not a picture, it didn't happen. <laughs> Your wife says that she does. That's that's interesting, and we'll we'll dive down that rabbit hole and exactly, the and the complications right? or wonderfulness of that on another podcast. But the uh, so you know it, it it's nice to take pictures just and also so you remember things right because well think, for you, you you're talking to the trunk yes you need pictures I obviously do <laughs> so I used to take like fancy pictures of beer those are nice. You know, with like fancy lenses and 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 uh, more art. You know, the bouquet and all the fancy stuff. Um, But you know, it was just a reason to basically drink more beer. So, Um, but now I've kind of, um, you know, you get tired. So I'm just going with whatever my phone will do without the fancy (laughs) zoom lenses and stuff. But this this is the difference between talent's big. big, Talent's like there needs to be a picture, and I'm like. Yeah, oh, he, come on, beer. You got to want it. Like, you got to want the foam's not. Yeah. yeah. Now, one I of need my, a little drip. I need a little my, sweat on the glass. One of my signatures in my photos was, of course, everything would be on this like polished glass. So it's like a mirror. And there had to be like a succulent. And <laughs> my fun, the funny thing is Bob would make fun of me. So then he would do Bob. a bad version nice. of my beer photography. So, yeah. Yeah, I usually involve the cactus in the background or, <laughs> or something. So I would try to replicate what Rick was doing over there. And it was like, oh, wow, look at that. You know, I could do that, too. I think I have that same plant. <laughs> That's so funny. It, it is surprising, though. You check a beer in and 
you think you're just in this vacuum. I'm basically putting things down so I, I remember I drank it and I don't get it again or whatever. But if, if I get a word wrong, like it's a double and not a triple or whatever, there will be someone oh, who yeah. will right. call you right. out. Yeah. Well, you got, you, didn't you get a brewery responded to you one time, talent, saying, haters going to hate? Yeah, and you're yeah, giving yeah, it like a solid score. I gave it a solid score. They, uh, haters going to hate. But they it. didn't like your they score. Like so, score. So, like, wow, like, well, the brewery is paying attention yeah, and, and, yeah. Get, and, and <laughs> casting so shade I always, on you. I always fix it immediately and say, crisis averted. It, I put it as a <laughs> double, not a triple. I'm sorry that I got it wrong. And then occasionally people will at you. Um, which is interesting. And mm. then they might thank you. I mentioned something and someone had bought and a beer that I got and they were so happy that it was so great and whatever. And then of course, Bob had to basically copy and paste the thing and at me with some That's funny. sarcastic. Uh, so, I'm so glad Rick loved this. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. It's pretty funny. I had a different take on your comment about dangers of saving the best for last, because yeah. one of the things in, in my limited beer seller um, that I worry about is at what point have I held on to this for a special occasion too long? Yeah, Some of the beers like Firestone Walker is really good at saying, oh, drink yeah. this, buy. Exactly. But most don't have anything like that. And yeah. I've even reached out to brewers sometimes and said, hey, I'm keeping this in a cellar. How long do I hold? And it's a, a, I had a beer from Deschutes that was brewed in 2016 that had been kept in a, a wine cellar. Uh, up in Seattle with, with Amanda, who listens, and shower beer guy Paul. And it had held, maybe luckily, most of the flavors it claimed to have. It was a, a very drinkable stout. Maybe a stout can last longer than other types anyway. But um, there was, I told them, hey, we might open this. And it goes right down <laughs> the drain because right. you've held on to this a long time. So w what's your experiences or advice for, for that of, of kind of tracking when does this need to be shared? Have I waited? You know, that that would also suck. Almost, you finally get the gang together. Well, most and, of our beer is almost immediately. We want to sh share it as fresh as possible because most a lot of what we enjoy are IPAs. But uh, I do have a number of beers in my fridge that are probably five, six years. That stuff that I brewed. I don't currently brew, but I don't want to get rid of it, you know. So, you know, I'm still holding on to some of those beers because, uh, you know, it, it was great memories of, of what I've made, and I want to see how it holds up. Sometimes they hold up pretty well. Do they? We had Raul from Guadalupe uh, Brewing Company in here uh, yeah. about a year ago, and he had one. They said, you know, I probably held on to this too long, but this is one of the best beers we ever made. And he opened it, and he goes, but it's changed. It's changed over time. Every time we open it, it tastes different. And he opened the ball and he took the first sip and you could tell on his face that he was so disappointed that he brought it to share with us. <laughs> like <laughs> he's so like fun. he's like, this is this is even better than it was yeah, before. And, was really and it was probably one of our best beers we've ever had. Yeah, <laughs> and, that was fantastic. And, he, and he used it up on us. Yeah. He's like, I only have three bottles of this left. Yeah, it was really but he didn't know what to do. Should he drink them right now because they're as best they've ever been, or just keep holding on? I've had sours that have gone bad before in fruit beers. Fruit beers, you gotta be careful. Because especially if there's a lot of pulp and stuff, they we're, we got to get a get together because I got fruit beers we need to drink. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's, it's not that we have a drinking problem. It's not that we need to explain to the other parties. Yes. You know, this has to happen this or we've wasted to, money. Yes, exactly. It's more so, of an investment, really. So, Rick, you were saying your wife goes with you on your beer occasions. She does. So, and Talent's wife goes with him. My wife goes with me. My wife is wonderful. She's a beer drinker and she likes planning a vacation around beer, but. 
Talent's wife's a saint because she doesn't like beer and you take her to a lot of breweries. Where's your wife fall on that spectrum? Uh, My wife and family members um, feel that uh, it's gone a little too far. So they use the term Rick rolling. (laughs) 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 And, And I try to always cover it up and I'm like, oh, there's beer here. And I'm like, yeah, but it's a 4.5 4.5 star restaurant and they have amazing food. And they're like, yes, but there's craft beer here. And I'm like, okay, I'm busted. So <laughs> yeah. So they've gotten, it, it, it is obsessive and we're trying to kind of reel it in a little bit. I'm sorry to hear but, that. Yeah. But they, they Rick rolling is a, is a common thing. <laughs> Rick rolling. <laughs> Never going to give you up. Never gonna let you down. So that's, uh, you, you referenced John, but I, I see a, a, a on, I, I have this question. I, See, created, I can't know, found Stout Knox, John's top secret beer storage location. Not so secret now. Not, yeah, not so secret it now. Is not. So, John has, I don't know why he stores them. He has multiple beer fridges, but he has an office in the Orange County, Irvine area. And uh, I don't know how big the fridge is, but he has a insane amount of rare stouts john take a picture tag us on it we want to see yeah and we we do have one here tonight from horace which something that normal people you like me cannot buy you have to be a member of their club and it's closed and it's very expensive but he only the most exclusive oh, yeah. special beerists and, and beer and podcasters crazy can get ingredients in like 700 an ounce coffee or there was one that had this thing I'd never heard of this plant, and then I, I look it up, and it's an endangered species. And it's I'm like, extreme beer drinking there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and this I'm one's like, made with Komodo dragon yeah, exactly. and uh, white rhino. Hopefully, it wasn't too endangered, yeah. but but he really tries it's a big to one f- with the environmentalists. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's crazy. He tries to find ingredients like that no one else will do. And he he does just amazing yeah, stuff. We, we we were fortunate to have a couple last year where someone that's in that club brought some for us, yeah. and it, yeah, it was the same way. It was like unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah, and they're so thick. You yeah. know, he boils them forever, and they get so thick. It's, it's syrupy, which usually is a turnoff for me, but then yeah. the flavor like yeah. takes over. Yeah. And nope, that that's amazing. Yeah, agreed. And he sent one. He did. He left us one here in case Stout we're, Knox. we're thirsty. All right. All right. But he There'll has be a quite a collection. We want to save that. We've been warned about best for last, but we're not going to make a mistake with it. We're, we'll get to it. it. I see it's warming up a little bit. It's quite beautiful. And I am salivating over it. <laughs> but but Rick's been, I want to say fondling. Fondling is not the right <laughs> word. But he's been fondling. Caressing. Uh, caressing yeah. a can of a light blue, sky blue can of beer here. What, so what are you looking at there? We talked about beer mules. Uh, John was recently in Miami. And this is a fruit beer, and I don't know if it's good or not, but it was like 4.56 rated or 4.65 or something. But these, I'm not a big fruit beer fan, so generally I bring these to beer club things to share them. Because a lot of times it's too much for, you know, because they tend to be really sweet and strong. And so I don't know if this one's good, but you guys can check it out. It's from a brewery called um, Spanish Marie, which I've never heard of. That's cool. Spanish Marie. I'm just going to look it up. And I'm pretty sure it's Miami Beach, if my memory serves. So this is a beer mule has smuggled this in. It's a beer mule. 
My son, as we speak, went to Hill oh, Hill Farmstead today. Awesome. Oh wow! Lawson's. Oh, nice. um, a couple of days ago, he was at Treehouse, and what's, there's a couple others in Vermont. What are the look other the color ones? Color this one already. Uh, Just look at that. Oh, it looks oh, oh, that oh, looks beautiful. It's unicorn blood. No, that looks beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you don't want us getting that on your yeah, white that shirt or well, red. I don't even, even know even how to foam. describe. Even the foam even is bright the red. The foam is bright, like cranberry red. It's beautiful. Pour a little more because I know Rick doesn't have oh anything gosh, to do with this. All right, I'll take a picture of this with Bob in the background because I can't describe the color because it's so brilliant. <laughs> I can't. Just, Only a picture will do. I've never smelt a beer like this. It's a All Skittles. Right. Uh, Bob, pretend you're, is, pretend you're a like succulent. Skittles. Skittles inspired <laughs> sour. Oh, that's Bob exactly what succulent. it is. Cherry mm. soft serve Concord grape My cherry grenadine. I was, I was, it means mind your own damn business. I just looked it up. So mind your own damn business is what that stands for. Smell it and tell me if you can tell me what the smell is. I've never smelled a beer like this. But, it, but once you oh. know what it is, it, it, you'll, you'll know what it smells like. Rick said what it was. I don't think you were paying attention. I did not hear. I was taking a picture of Bob. S Skittles. Yeah. Skittles. Skittles. Oh, my God. Skittles inspired. Does it not smell like a bag of Skittles? I'm getting like bubble gum, gum or yeah, something. Yeah, it's so candy. Yeah. Holy cow, that's delicious. Best in a taster. Oh my gosh. That's... Yeah, I, I agree. I don't know if yeah, I can do 16 ounces. You want a whole can of it, but just sip on this. It's good. God, that is if a I was Joe beer. and Tom right now, I'd be so sad oh that I don't gosh. have any of this. See, I, lo I love There's that. a little more in the can like, if you want to sneak in the door. Fruit beer, <laughs> just like for a unique beer, unique yeah. experience. That is such a great beer. We have a nice can over there. Talk about jammy. Dallas. It's like yeah. jammy, jammy at the next oh, level. Yeah. Oh, it is. But you don't have this one checked in. I just want you to read a description of one of your beers that you've written down. <laughs> just for listeners that aren't on Untapped, get on there, friend us. And those on there, you look for Rick Schwartz. But just give us a taste All right. of what you this do. Is, this is from last night. Um, I don't know if it's good or not. but So Everywhere is a really great brewery in Anaheim. And... Um, this was a half. I wish I would have brought it. I had no idea it would be so good. But my description is this might be my favorite half ever. Super original, semi-funky flavor. Yet it includes traditional banana clove. Oily mouthfeel. <laughs> you don't see that one much. No, no, no. Made with pale wheat and bark, mills, pilsner, malt, and hopped German pearl hops. And hopped with German pearl hops. So that's fairly short for me. But that is one of your shorter ones. It is shorter. But um, I just want to remember what I drank. I just want to note that Bob checked his watch in the middle of that. Like, how long yeah. is this? Yeah. Yeah. To, give, oh, to, to give listeners an idea how long some seconds. of your some of yours are, he did They're look at long. his watch <laughs> while you were reading. Occasionally, I will put check marks mm -hmm. on my reviews. Big flavor, check. Original. Yeah, interesting spice and sweet candy finish, check. Um, smooth and well-balanced, check. Very gluggable, check. So that's all you need to know. Usually maximizing the character limit. <laughs> you have to. You, if you have not hit the limit, I've gotten really good at abbreviating. I'm looking for the one that Ampersine. says at the end, is this my trunk? Why won't it talk to me? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we never see that again. Oh, this is this is sound guy Thomas snuck in for a taste of that that very delicious. 
That's really Skittles. good. It's it's so unique. I think is what it's part of. And with our stout, because that's yeah. going to be really special. Well, speaking of stouts, I, I see a question: Why sleeping with a barrel aged stout can be bad for your marriage? That's what a great what yeah. A, and that was John's <laughs> question, and unfortunately, he's not here. I do not understand what he yeah, meant. I don't know what we're talking so just about think there. of that as a teaser. I'm just why sleeping with a barrel aged stout can be a bad but but, and I'm I'm paraphrasing if not quoting Rick's wife on this. Why sleeping with a barrel-aged stout can be bad for your marriage? As Rick's wife would say, if there's no picture, it didn't happen. There you go. I didn't sleep with any barrel-aged stout. You got no picture. Got to have a picture. So this is why we have to have John back. Yeah. We'll meet him in Orange. John, we will meet you in Orange County if that's what needs to happen. I I just, right now, I'm like, Spanish Marie, I have got to go to Miami to go to Spanish. (laughs) Because if that, like, they made that beer and it was that unique and that, like, what else are they making? Their, their specialty is really intense fruit beers. Is it? Yeah, because that, that's really good. We had two cans earlier, and one, there was a cherry pie or something. Yeah. That's and that was, this, this reminds me of a cherry pie. That was good, and we had another one, and it was it was not as good. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think this is for everyone, and like I said, I, I think I, I couldn't have much more than what we had of a yeah. taster, but it's just such a unique... And I don't like sweet beers, like, I'm just but, trying to think of like how like the, 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 the process of creating that was, was is pretty incredible in it terms is. of the idea of what you're putting into it and making it. And So we, we, we've got a couple more questions. We've got favorite beer ever, and I want to put you on the spot of favorite local brewery that favorite and we get we get asked that all the time it's so uncomfortable but i'm like favorite for german traditional german styles a favorite for sitting on the patio favorite for getting some wings you know that's a loaded question but but i'm going to ask you about favorite beer ever and why i want to ask you also about shout out a brewery local brewery that you want to give props to that that's doing something special something you enjoy so bob start a favorite beer ever bob why uh, I'll probably go to one of my gateway beers. Uh, go, uh, let's talk about Ballast Point Sculpin. So that was one of my go-tos as far as coming, you know, so traditional beer and always looking for something different. And uh, that beer really kind of introduced me to a whole new world of something bright and just flavorful. So, yeah, that was definitely a, a gateway beer and it will always be a favorite beer for me. Uh, I'll shout out... Uh, uh, North Park Brewing, love everything that they're doing. I was just down there uh, last week picking up some stuff. Always some great quality uh, beers that they're they're offering, and always come something come coming out with something creative, and uh, a lot of great collaborations. They just did a, a beer with a uh, uh, fight ins and Widowmaker and Vitamin C, just fantastic. Um, I think it was called Fortified by the Sea or something like that. Oh, no, Fortified by Fire. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, those are my. that's my shout-out. Um, other beers that are kind of great beers, uh, uh, Anchor Steam, sad to see them go away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, also Sierra Nevada. So also great, great beers has introduced me into craft brewing. I did go get a case of uh, Anchor Steam the day I saw the news. They had two cases left. I took the one that was more recently stamped with the time date, you know, and uh, 
have been enjoying sucking down one of those, uh, um, and I'll bring some for the podcast. We'll do a proper we are, pour I, one honestly, out for that you. That was one of my favorite brewery visits I've ever been to. Was went to Anchor Steam yeah. just because we kind of hijacked it. We bullied our way. Nice. We didn't bully our way, yeah. but we talked. We charmed our way yeah. in and got the full experience. Yeah, the whole awesome. thing, mostly just because we had to pee and we were yeah. in a van. Well, of, to, like to get, so we we pull in there to the to their facility there in San Francisco, and it, they're like, "Yeah, we're we're not doing. Oh, the last tour is gone. We're not doing tour whatever else." And so I I basically just said, "If there's a couple of us in the van, I'm like." I just need to use the restroom. Can I use the restroom? And so they're like, okay, it's up on like the third floor and you go to the restroom. So I went up on the third floor, got, you know, we used the restroom, came out of there, realized that the people going to the thing were going up the next restroom. So instead of going back down a lobby, we just kept going up. So we went up to the top where they were doing the short and there was a bar. So we went up there and the guy said, oh, what chance? So we explained where we are. And then it was like, hey, he gave us beers, tell everybody, hey, get up to the top floor real quick. And then he took us on a tour, our own tour. And then poured us beers, poured us afterwards. beers afterwards. It was just awesome. You know what I mean? And we weren't even supposed to have it. It just kind of was impromptu. And that was just really cool. And that was one of my very first craft beers when I may have may or may not have been 21. And I had a beer mule that I worked with. And I said, I had walked to the grocery store aisle and said, that one costs more. I wonder if that's better. Give me that one. And uh, I don't know how much better it was, but it seemed better because it had a fancy label and I had never had it before and it cost more. So, oh, oh. It's being passed around. Before we, Rick, before we get to your favorite beer and a shout out for a local brewery, tell us about this. So this is uh, from uh, Stout Knox. Um, It's a Horace beer. And it's called Shoe Crew. And it's a stout made with blueberry cashews. Don't see that often. And chocolate. Which for Horace is a fairly boring. That's they a tend, very mild beer for They them. tend yeah. to have no, hold that up there, a Tom. lot of ingredients. Hold that up. Oh, my goodness. That's that's beautiful. And the beer the looks great, beer. too. Oh, thank you. I was, uh, yeah. That's, this is fantastic. Yeah. It, it, it's not as thick as sun can be. Yeah. Yeah, listen. But it's still thick. It's oh. thick and syrupy, but it is so good. And I bet you what, it's probably got to be like 12%. And it doesn't oh, it taste like 12% at all. Yeah. I don't even want to know. It's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Holy mackerel. That's like a each good of beer. the beers have just gotten better and better. Yeah. Yeah. But that one's fantastic. And I bet you if you just let that, let that warm up it's a little bit. Be oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Got a great picture of an owl here. Uh, hey, thanks, Joe. Joe Joe lent me his Zoom camera because I've had a great horned owl that keeps landing oh, near, nice. flying over my house every evening and landing in my palm tree. Uh, the couplings didn't fit, doesn't fit my camera, but I appreciate you taking the time to, to deliver that to me and and let me borrow it all. I got pictures, but they're grainy. I, I got to get a better picture. This, this beer is delicious. Shoe Crew. Blueberry cashews chocolate. That's so good. Bob, did you try it? Yeah, no, you get the, definitely that. You get some the nuts and definitely the yeah. blueberry in yeah. it. Yeah, blueberry on the front end and the chocolate yeah. on the back end, yeah. and, and the nuts are kind of nuttiness. The nuts are in the middle. Yeah, I don't know what that says, but <laughs> nuts are hard. <laughs> you said it. I didn't. Marshmallows. I started to say, and I went, "Oh, marshmallow gum badly is a, an experience yeah, I've yes. had yeah. more than well, once in beer." They always say marshmallow and it's vanilla. Yeah, but real marshmallow is hard. But I, I just, the, the balance of the flavors is pretty oh, amazing, right? Because you can taste them each separately, yeah. you know, and... and uh, these have all been great so beers, distinct, but this yeah. is one of the best beers I've ever had. Yeah, these, no, are, and these are all flavors I love. 
yeah. cashews, chocolate, and blueberry. Well, There's imagine no- how many blueberries were killed to yeah. make that yeah. beer. Yes, that's fair. Because, yeah, you, it, it's, blueberry they, is they, tough. They you sacrifice to, themselves for the you cause. You have to put they a do. lot of blueberry in to get the flavor out of them. So, Rick, favorite beer? Favorite beer, um, it's a weird one, but I like really original, strange things. Um, we were in Florence. Hence your relationship with Joe. Yes. True. Obviously. So we're in Florence. We go in this little tasting room. And uh, Florence is not known for world's best beers. And they had really weird stuff. And I asked the guy, and he made a recommendation. And they had this thing called um, Monster. It was from a brewery called Monster's Factory, which no one's heard of. Um, And they're from Abruzzo, Italy. And it was a collab with... A Mexico City brewery and a bunch of other microbreweries, but it was made with tobacco and all these like weird. And of course, the description is in Italian, but really unusual ingredients. And it was incredible. And I came back. It was so incredible. I came back the next night. Wow. And I'm like, I need to find out if that is as great as I really thought it was. I came back the next night, had another full glass, and it was. (laughs) And I have been on this mission. It was your quality check. It was. Oh, honey, I I know you think that I'm rickrolling here, (laughs) but I have to confirm something. This is really important. (laughs) And I I came close to getting a bottle, but no, it's gone forever. So I'll never get it again. So part of it is just, it was just this special thing. of it, yeah. Came and go. 205 check-ins in the world, and it's gone forever. Um, tobacco. I would have never thought. No, as and an that's ingredient. things that don't maybe belong in yeah. beer, but it, it just was amazing. Mm-hmm. So um, I should translate the description, and I would actually know what's in there. There you go. Um, in terms of favorite local breweries, obviously North Park's great. There's so many good breweries. One of my new favorites is Seek. Oh, uh, we good, heard some. Uh, really yeah, the Beer Fan, Belly Society fantastic. was was telling us about that guy from Houston. Just unbelievable. I buy everything they make. And you do you like your IPAs, so do. they they do those but juicy IPAs do, really they well. They do every style, and it's so hard to make, you know, a great pilsner or a great heifer. You know, some of these just more challenging clean beers, and they do it. They're so good, but great stouts, you name it, they do it. So that would be. We've mine. heard so many nice things about Seek, and we we met them at the the Beer we X, we uh, and they just opened. Yeah, yeah the, and yeah, so we we've got to go back to North Park. Yeah, because our experience at North Park Brewing was hijacked because Doc was in full Doc <laughs> mode. mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whatever I drank or whatever I ate, I don't remember because Doc was the highlight of the yeah. show. Well, I, so I've been there multiple times, and it's a. You're right; their stuff's great. Their food's really good there. But that was on my one of my birthdays, and we had done the uh, I don't even know what's called, but where you ride the bike around. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and North Park was oh like our sixth brewery. Oh my god! So Doc uh, was there, and we all were kind of there. And I think at that point, it was. I don't think we got to fully appreciate North Park. <laughs> And then he was he went full and uh, traumatized some people <laughs> on that night. They still talk about it. And uh, so, yeah, so that's we need to go back there in a, in a different uh, mindset, I would say. Yeah. Well, Bob and Rick, thank you for sharing your beers, uh, your expertise and your stories with us. Great time. Great beers. 
Thanks for having us. Uh, you're definitely members of the Carlsbad Beer Club. Yeah, now. Like to go. <laughs> I'm actually thinking based on the stuff I was looking through this and you talking about beer mules, hand carried beers, the dangers, the hazards. I'm like, maybe it should be called Bob's Beer Cartel. <laughs> but Beer Club works. Beer Club works, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that's a retirement title. Yeah, I just wrote that down there, and I'm like, what? Well, maybe I don't. Some, by some definitions, I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, we'd love to come. Yeah, yeah. Love but to have you. Send us, send us, put us on the list, on yep. the email list. We'll, we'll, we'll get out there. Thank you for spending your time with us, listeners. Remember, just a moment to rate us, review us wherever you get our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. I like beerthepodcast.com is the website. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, I'm going to say we got to run, but I bet he's got more beer. He's right like, now, we got to run. B double E double R U N, beer run. B double E double R U N, beer run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N, beer run.